We are I. There's very few things that I think that are positive about social media, but one of them is I love getting these these quotes or coming across these quotes and not, you know, not by people who are around today. I like to see these quotes, you know, by, you know, Lao Tzu and Confucius and Heraclides and, you know, a bunch of these like real old school dudes. You know, the reason why that I like this is just to know that People have been saying the same damn thing for so long in regards to what it takes to be a good human being. Like it's literally just on repeat for thousands of years, literally thousands of years. And I don't know whether it's because these people said or who came up with these concepts in the first place, but they can't be wrong. They can't be wrong if that people in their own way, in their own times have uttered these words meticulously over the course of time. The sands of time have never changed a lot of these concepts. You know, a few of these that have come by recently, one by Confucius. If you hate someone, then you are defeated by them. Like, just let that marinate for a minute. If you hate someone, then you're defeated by them. You know, and this brings me you know, back to the quote that I've said on this podcast lots, and I routinely tell people in my life all the time, and I think it reigns so true. That hate and resentment, any negative emotion towards somebody else is the poison that you only you drink. And that's not that quote verbatim. You know, but something I tell myself all the time, it helps me not hate people. And it helps me when those thoughts those negative thoughts cross my mind about people. It helps me usher them to the side. So I'm like, I don't want to stew in that. Like, I just don't. I don't want to stew in the negativity of it. Because it is the only the poison that I drink. I don't want to be wrapped up in the issues of other people. Now, Heraclides once said, The content of your character is your choice. Day by day, what you choose, what you think, and what you do is who you become. Think about that. The content of your character is your choice. Day by day, what you choose, what you think, and what you do is who you become. Like, how profound is that? It's so profound that when I sit and I actually allow myself to absorb what those words mean, it reigns so true. What you do, what your choices are, how you're reflected back in your community. And this is also something that I've hit on repeated that I love the time when your family name meant something, that you stood behind it, that your name in your community meant something and you didn't want to tarnish that. So every day you kept that in mind. 
you could either look like you could either look at that concept as being inside of a prison, or you could look at that as being in a utopia because it holds you accountable to do good, to be good, to think of other people in your community, not just yourself. You know, because it doesn't have to be dog eat dogs. It can be the pack. The pack is strong. You know, that one singular wolf is not strong, but the pack is strong. The pack is very strong. And that's what that, that quote means. That's what that quote, when I see it, when I think of it, that's what that means to me. The content of your character is your choice. Day by day, what you choose, what you think, and what you do is who you become. And that's where it's like, choose your thoughts wisely. Choose your thoughts wisely. So if you look at that in conjunction with if you hate someone, then you are defeated by them. If you have hate or anger or hostility towards someone, it's only the poison that you drink. Or it's the poison that only you drink. You can see how that reshapes your character because you're rewiring those neural circuits in the mind. Like what we know now, you're literally reprogramming your mind. If all you want to do is sit and you want to stew instead of wanting to be able to test your character, test who you are, test your authenticity. Are you actually willing to do this? That's the key. Very profound. Lao Tzu. Ordinary men hate solitude, but the master makes use of it. Embracing his aloneness, realizing he is one with the whole universe. Now, I love this because there was a point in time in my life that I hated to be alone. I hated to be left alone with my own thoughts. I couldn't wait to put music on when I was running in the backcountry up mountains and some of those beautiful places, literally in the world. The mountains, the mountains of British Columbia, the Rocky Mountains of Alberta. I couldn't wait to be consumed by a distraction when I was in these beautiful, serene places because I couldn't be left alone. I used to watch TV to go to bed because I can be left with my own mind. I hated that quiet time because my mind just ran rampant. I didn't want to go to a restaurant alone. I didn't want to go to a movie alone because I thought that, you know, it, it meant that I had no friends. It was very awkward for me. And now I don't feel these things at all. I appreciate being alone. I like going out for lunch or dinner by myself and just enjoying some peace and quiet. I enjoy going to a movie alone. Not that I do these things, but like I I enjoy the thought of doing them. I don't mind being alone because I have peace in my heart and my soul. I don't mind being left alone with my own thoughts. And this is the one thing that incessant travel has bestowed upon me is the ability to be able to sift through all the files in my mind to be able to create this this serene place that I can retreat to. So when I'm in places like the backcountry, I can just sit there and enjoy the moment. I can look at the stream. I can look at the mountains. I can appreciate the sunset. I can appreciate all these things because I can just live in that moment and my heart and my soul can be filled. That's what I appreciate. 
And that's why when I look at this quote from Lao Tzu that ordinary men hate solitude, I get it. But the master makes use of it, embracing his aloneness, realizing he is one with the whole universe. I get it. Now, maybe this comes with age and maybe this comes with the wisdom of the sands of time. I don't know. But I do know that the older that we get, the more that we understand this. So the question to me is like, how do we bestow this gift upon the younger generation of men? Men and women, but men especially, because men have the the distinct, the distinct nature to have to lead humanity. Not that women don't. And you're talking to a father of three, three daughters. You're talking to a man who spends a lot of time around women in his days. Not that they don't. But I also know that these women, they need protection. They need security. They want an authentic man. This is our responsibility as men. And knowing, knowing where you belong and what your role really is in this world is to be able to provide security. Provide food, maybe shelter, all these things. But I know, I know at the base that there can be a contribution to this. But security, that is your fucking obligation as a man. Security to the people in your community, security to the people around you, security to your family, security to your girlfriend or your wife, your children, your friends, your family, your sister, your mother. It doesn't matter. That is your job. And that's what I look at this where I think that men who can't provide hate solitude. And that's what we are when we're young. That's what young men are is confused to how to be able to provide. And I think this is the reason why young men are so drawn to sports. Because it gives them that opportunity to provide. And that's the one thing that I got from playing football is I provided for my team. I provided the food, the yardage. I provided the, the points, the touchdowns, the completed passes. But also, I also offered security, blocking so the quarterback could have a little bit more time. I provided advancement, warrior-like authenticity when I was on the special teams and I had to run the ball back. Or when I played DB or safety and I had to track people down and say, no, not in our territory. I will defend this. So I think young men need that. Young men need an outlet to be able to protect and provide security. So again, this is, this is where I can applaud social media because it gives me opportunities like this and I there's lots of other things to education you know architecture you know politics comics all these kind of things I really formed my algorithms into something that I enjoy because it shuttles me all this really useful information and I enjoy that so I can tilt my hat today to social media if you use it properly and you use it responsibly these are the gifts and the lessons and the challenges that it can offer you, and it can be healthy if you want it to be.